Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and author. Hi, Karen. Hey, Michael. What story do you have today? This is from Ginger Gore. This story took place in Okaloosa County, which is in the panhandle of Florida, about eight hours from Broward County. When I was six years old, I was on the playground playing recess with my friend at school. And a another student ran up and told me that a teacher who happened to be my favorite teacher that had quit earlier that year is come to visit us on the playground. So I drop what I'm doing and I run through the trees all the way up the hill to you know, see her, and when I see her, I jump up, and I wrap my legs around her, and I'm wearing a dress, so when I'm done squeezing her, and I'm ready to get down, I slide down, and pure panic and dread come over me as I fall to the ground, and I realize that my leg has been cut open, sliced open, inches of my leg are exposed to the air. I look down and I just see in slow motion the dust rising as I'm on the ground and I look down and I see just blood and white stuff and I just look up at her in disbelief and she's profusely apologizing and apologizing um turns out that she had a box cutting knife open in her pocket because she had just gotten back from a construction site so they have a few kids help me you know help walk me up to the cafeteria where they set me down and all the kids are you know gathering around me and the school nurse comes and they gauze my leg up because I'm losing blood every second and um, I'm getting more pale and more pale so then the cafeteria worker calls my dad and tells me that I need to come to the school immediately because your daughter um, has had an accident and she needs to go to the hospital so at that point my dad is about 30 minutes away and he's like okay well I'm on my way And so he gets in his car and he starts driving. And so then about five minutes later, he gets another call, but this time it is from the principal. And the principal tells him sternly that he needs to hurry, whatever he needs to do to get there because I'm losing blood very quickly and I might be losing too much blood. And so uh, at this point, my dad is panicking and he says he was going about a hundred miles an hour down the road um, trying to reach the school not knowing exactly what's going on um, trying not to get in an accident but running lights if necessary because he has no idea how serious it was so he gets there and he's just confused about why they didn't call an ambulance but he picks me up puts me in the car At this point, I'm like a ghost. They take me to the hospital and I end up getting 
I don't remember how many stitches, but a lot of stitches. Um, I still have a scar that's very visible to this day. And I had to be in a wheelchair for the next couple weeks. And getting those stitches uh, removed was about the most painful experience of my life. Um, they took me in and I was so excited to get them removed and go on with a normal life. They go to pull them out and the sharpness of the wire pulling against the flesh of my skin was the worst pain that I had experienced up to that age. The scariest part was the doctors had told my dad that if it had been cut a centimeter closer to the artery running through my leg that I could have been paralyzed for life. Ginger Gore. Karen, what a terrible story. <laughs> oh my goodness. How emotional and shocking and vivid. And impressionable. I mean, this, this left a scar both physically and mentally. You and me as much as on her, hopefully not on our listeners. This is a story about well-meaning adults in authority who sort of let this sweet little six-year-old down. Here is a girl who loves her former teacher, not even her teacher, her former teacher. Who would have imagined that a former teacher would be maiming her former student with an open knife on her person. She was clearly thinking of other things. I'm, I'm not suggesting that she did it on purpose, but it is so disturbing. And then not to, to call the ambulance right away, to call the father who had no idea how dangerous a situation it was, and then to call him back and say, drive faster. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing. And these were well-meaning, I am sure, very highly educated and smart professional adults. It's so terrifying because so many kids are not in situations with adults who are well-meaning and trying to do the right thing. I am sure Ginger still likes this teacher, but that teacher has to live with this guilt. Thank goodness that nothing more tragic happened, that it all worked its way into just one or maybe a series of scars. As horrible as all of it was for Ginger, it was pretty horrible for the teacher as well. And we should mention, by the way, her poor father, who did completely the right thing and had to be so terrified as well through all of this. So a lot of people were scarred by this story, not just Ginger. And that juxtaposition of the joy of a little girl seeing her former teacher to the horror she felt just a few seconds later. It is quite quite a shift of emotion there. Very emotional story. She uses the word panic, the word dread. She discusses looking like a ghost. And one of the things she does is she used something that's called synesthesia. The word vivid, we have vivid memories, we have vivid all kinds of things, but usually that word is used for color. In fact, that's the second definition in the dictionary. And she talks about her pain 
as being vivid. And I love that because so often storytellers forget about all these other senses. They only remember visuals. So here she's got that uh, another sense there, the sense of, of, of touch, of feeling. But also it was just such an unusual word to use for pain that I thought it was worth bringing up. And I know we don't like morals, but don't carry around open knives. We don't like morals, no. But I've got to say, if you've got a story with an image like the dust coming up in slow motion, use it. That's my moral. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a good storyteller and know how to tell a story well and know how to be uh, very descriptive, go for it. Well, I'm certainly glad Ginger is telling the story and uh, sharing it with us. And thank you for bringing that in, Karen. If we have other listeners who would like to share their South Florida story, how can they get in touch with you? Send an email to cneil, that's C-N-E-I-L-E, at fau.edu, and I will send you instructions. Our website also has contact information as well as archive stories at wlrn.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you soon. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and author and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. My name is Michael Stock. The public storyteller returns next Sunday. Mm-hmm.